Welcome everybody back to another episode of the Fantasy Football Goons Podcast with your boy Ocho, Big Tim, and Cousin Joe. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Big fucking Tim, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go, bro. Okay, so this is going to be a very interesting podcast. We got a guest for the first time this season. Hopefully we're going to get more guests like this. He is currently in first place in uh, my home league, a very difficult league. Uh, and he should be coming on when he comes on. But uh, Cousin Joe, too, we don't know what happened to Cousin Joe. I think the, the book he's got him, right, Tim? He just sent me a message. He'll be on in five minutes. Perfect. Okay, so the bookies didn't get him. He's not underneath a bridge somewhere then. That's good. <laughs> he's good. Yeah, yeah. How are you, Tim? How's life? Life's good, man. It's a busy season at work, so we're just trying to keep our head over water here. It's pierogi <laughs> season, eh? Well, like his um, his like import business, it's like big around Christmas. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, European classics there, but uh, so yeah, it should be a fun episode. We're gonna go. We're pretty much gonna get right into it. Uh, I mean, I think we we had some pretty interesting calls. I mean, we said that this could be an upset spot for the Texans to beat the Titans, and they did. Uh, we, I mean, the Colts beating the Bills. You know, Tim, this Bills team. We've been calling it all year, man. They're, they just seem very overrated. Yeah, yeah, they really are. But do you um you think they can bounce back? I mean, we're going to get into all, all this. I mean, uh... every, team, every team could bounce back, you know. it's. I wouldn't be too worried. Like, you know, players have their, like, I want to word this properly, you know. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> what were you saying, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I think Big Tim is fucking ripped, eh? No. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> oh, what are you saying, though? For real? just repeat it one second. I was saying, like, can the Bills bounce back? Yeah, the Bills. Yeah. The Josh Bills Allen's are... actually been like the least productive he's been in a while. I think, like. He completes fifth, um, just an example. I think it was like last week or the week before. He had like 17 completions for like 130 or 40 yards, which is very unlike him. So I don't know if they're like really giving him, like covering deep and giving letting him throw short and he's just choosing not to go short or like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like when they, when they get in closer to red zone, they're struggling to score. So I don't know like what they're doing to take it away from him, but. He needs to been, get on he's track. Been, he's been horrible this year, but if you actually look at like what the betting, betting public is is doing, oh, who's this? We got uh, Big Juice Sabella. Big Cousin Joe. Cousin Joe? Cousin Joe. He's coming in. He's coming in, boys and girls. So, oh, Cousin Joe, he's coming in. Okay, so yeah, bro, like yeah. you're saying, this Bill's teams are fucking garbage. Cousin Joe. Cousin Joe's rocking and rolling, baby. He's rocking and rolling. <laughs> Let me just change the name here. We got to go to Cousin Joe. You got uh, to practice your voice like this, Joe. Anyway, I'm not going hey. I'm not, I'm not to spoil what's about to happen. But uh, Mike yeah. DeJack's going to be coming on uh, when he comes on, Joe. But we're going to get right into it this week. All right, man? No problem. So, uh, um, boys, Joe, we were just talking about the Bills. I got to say, uh, like, pat on our – oh, there he is. Another Jack. Pat on the back to us on uh, the Texans and the Bills because we actually said Texans were going to win this game. We did. Yeah, we, we did, did actually. You know, we put we... it on the well, we didn't put the money line on the big ticket, but we said it was a very big possibility. And the Jack's coming on right now, guys. So, Mike the Jack, 
the Jack. But how's it going, Who's cousin that? Joe? Could you guys hear me? Cousin Joe. Yo, Mike, how's how's it going, bro? You talking to me? Yes, I'm talking to you, Mr. Mike. Mike the Jack. <laughs> very good, very good. How are you guys doing? Fucking great, bro. So um before we get into before we get into the games, guys, and we start talking about it, picking what we what sides we're gonna do. Uh, the Jack wanted a moment to basically um, say some things about the Dallas Cowboys, and you know how much we love the Dallas Cowboys on this podcast. So, the Jack, before we get into the games, I'll give you a little little time here. What's your thoughts on the Dallas Cowboys, bro? Oh, thank you so much for giving me this this opportunity to voice my opinion. I cannot stand Dak Prescott. There's absolutely nothing that guy does that merits his price tag. And like, we saw how mediocre he was last week, and especially given the, the, the fact that his weapons were gone, like all his weapons in the air were gone. Like, no Cooper, no Lamb. And you see that this guy can't throw the ball. How he ended up getting a, a contract that big is beyond me. Just goes to show you that they'll pay anybody in Dallas. But, like, I can definitely see the way things are trending. The Eagles are on a tear. I could see the Eagles challenging for that division and ultimately taking over. Did you uh, I don't, I don't see yeah, Dallas sorry, fail? It's plus 900 for the Eagles to win that division right now. That's kind of insane to me. Yeah, we were talking about that a couple of days ago, no? We were, Joe. That's crazy. Uh, Mike, I just got to say that uh, I completely agree with uh, your whole assessment because uh, we're uh, very, uh, very big fans of the Cowboys on this pod. As, uh, very big fans, bro. Our favorite team. <laughs> okay. alluded to a bit earlier, but uh, nah, man, it's uh, it's funny. Jerry Jones just does like to, uh, you know, go to his checkbook and uh, pay a lot of people, but uh, I don't know. It doesn't really translate much uh, into Super Bowls in uh, late. So, uh, oh, definitely not. Jerry Jones will throw money at anybody. He's the same guy that was giving out Romo. I don't even know how much money. And what did Romo do there? Oh, yeah, best regular season quarterback. Then come December, it's like he forgot how to play football. And that's where their collapse was over and over and over again. It's the same story with the Cowboys. And I I wish them nothing but the worst. I just just don't like it. You know, I I hate them as much as the Habs, but it's funny that – Jerry Jones earlier this season was saying how Tony Romo was like a first ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> I think I, I went on a rant about that on uh, on one of our first pods, bro. And that that's just completely like ludicrous. I, I can't think of how many ways I could like just bury that argument. But anyway, yeah. we can say that. Okay. For well, he's oil rich, isn't he, Jerry Jones? I believe right. so. Yeah. It's um, an oil family. He's huffing it's some a of Texan, right? He's sure. a Texan, right? So he's uh, huffing the fumes. Exactly. Yeah, Tim. but yeah. Speaking of them wasting money, how much money are they wasting on Zeke every year? Yeah, bro. That whole team to me is overrated. They've been overrated for a while. That's just, well, especially this year. Tim, I actually agree with you there, bro. This guy Pollard, nobody's talking about him enough. I feel like between he's the a 20s, beast. He's, he's always the running. only one. Yeah, yeah and Zeke, Zeke kind of gets the ball more when they're deep down into their end and he gets those like goal line carries. But Tony Pollard, freak, bro, he, he, he has some nice bursts, man. So. I, I honestly think Dallas would be a better team if Zeke would go down. Yeah. They were, I think. If I'm not mistaken, they, they were, were a better they team were. without him. They, they, they were. And, I mean, they've been playing a lot better this year. But, uh, Mike, um, question about Mike McCarthy, bro. Do you yeah. think he's a coach of the year candidate? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> bro, I cannot <laughs> believe these fucking dorks in NFL media trying to tell me that Mike McCarthy is a coach of the year fucking candidate. We were dying last week. 
like i don't know how long how well you guys remember this but let's say the first four weeks of the season that prescott was the early season mvp and it, it okay. boggled my mind i'm like it, it literally takes two good games and this guy's because he, he was hurt all of last year right right yeah. or he played four weeks but i mean at the start of last year too he was a hurley uh, mvp candidate or whatever uh, it's not sustainable it's he's crazy. healthy it's not sustainable it's they, like he, it makes no sense prescott is so, just incredibly mm-hmm. overrated yeah honestly the brand um, he plays for bro it's because it's the freaking cowboys and i don't know why they have such a ridiculous fan base i've, I've often argued that they should not be america's team I've, I've said this for years i really think america's team is how did that even either, start uh, i don't even know how that started I, I have no clue, bro. But for me, like if I look at it, the two franchises that should battle for that right, it's either the Pittsburgh Steelers or the Green Bay Packers. I don't know how the Cowboys got into this mix. Why? Because they had this dynasty for a minute with because of Jimmy Johnson, by the way, not because of Jerry Jones in the 90s. And now, you know, like they have this ridiculous fan base that, you know, goes, you know, widespread throughout North America. And I get it's because he has that star on his jersey. But if he was putting up these numbers for like the football team, like I don't think he gets that kind of praise or those types, uh, that type of uh, recognition for that MVP trophy, like it's. I mean, why shouldn't not. why shouldn't Washington be America's team? You know, it's uh, it's got yeah. a very it's got a stoic history of the, um, you know. Anyway, <laughs> Washington, uh, Washington's remember, whole other story. <laughs> to be honest, I think they're. Remember America's. where you heard this? Okay, remember where you heard it? If things keep trending the way they are, the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win that division outright, and I, I don't doubt it for a second. Jalen Hurts just has to keep playing composed like he is. He's taking over games. He's just god mode. Yeah. And he's just got to keep on that trajectory. And if he does, with the way the Cowboys are playing, the way they're dropping like flies, number one, but just the way that they're playing, I can't see Philly not winning that division. Yeah. So tomorrow is my favorite day of the year, everybody. It's uh, Thanksgiving in the States. As a Canadian, it's a very important day for me because it means there's football on all day on Thursday. Yeah. My excuse. <laughs> smoke, a couple, smoke a couple of bats, fucking uh, drink a couple of beers, eat a bunch of shit food, and fucking bet on football. You know, it sounds like a perfect day to me. Um, but uh, so we'll get right into the games, guys. Uh, de- we'll start uh, with. Uh, you want to start- do the the goons first? Um, I was thinking. Yeah, we could do the goons. Actually, I, I didn't tell the Jack to do a goon, but the Jack. A goon I'll do one on the fly. On the fly, yeah, bro. He, he is there. a goon. Look at him. Yeah, there you go. I'm my own pick. So the goon yeah. champion this year, the Jack, is clearly me because I've picked in the past three weeks. I picked uh, Le'Veon Bell as one of my goon. He got cut last week. I picked Dan Arnold. Uh, 10 targets, zero points. Uh, but the actual champion this year has, has been Tim. He's been killing it. He's been pretty consistent with his goons. Uh, last week, last week, you had McLaurin, right? Right, Tim? Oh, uh, who did I? Yeah, McLaurin, yeah. Yeah, he fucking uh, killed McLaurin. it. So, um, okay, so Tim, you're gonna lead us off, man. Who's your goon of the week this week? Uh, I think my Chargers are gonna ball this week. That then we did good like two weeks ago, but I just don't see them. Come moving the ball well this week because uh what's his name at uh, two two glove uh teddy two, two gloves, gloves, teddy two gloves over there he looks kind of finished i don't know about you guys but uh, he's been pretty terrible yeah he's uh it's they're not winning because of teddy two gloves that's for sure yeah and uh, i think mike williams is just gonna run all over them so my glenn of the week is mike williams i know he's gonna have a tough matchup with uh either certain or the red or corner but I think his size and his skill set is it, just going to be too much for them. Mm-hmm. Well, like I, like I said, Tim, uh, you're ballsy to go against certain, but I don't think it really matters with Mike Williams. Mike, though, to Jack, what do you think of the Mike Williams this week? 
What do you think of the? Young Mike Lloyd? He's been yeah. he's been a little he's been a little quiet. Um, but like I, I think it's I think it's a good pick. I think it's a safe pick. I, I can see I can see the Chargers really taking hold of that game. And Denver's another Denver's another team. How how they have their record is completely beyond me. Really uh, easy schedule to start the year. Yeah, and then it's 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 evident that that's what it was. Because I, I really think the Chargers can bend them over. To be to be quite honest with you, Chargers are putting up points, man. I think Herbert's got it, man. I think he's got that 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 um, extra thing, you know, that winning mentality. I think he's, well, he's clearly skilled. And, I mean, if you saw last game, I mean, Joe, was that Lamar Jackson out there, the white Lamar Jackson or something? This guy was fucking uh, running like crazy, Herbert, on the prime time. I couldn't believe what I was watching out of that Steelers defense. And, granted, I know they had a lot of injuries, like, you know, no Minka Fitzpatrick and, obviously, no T.J. Watt is, like, huge, but – I, they were just moving the chains at will. And uh, you're right. He did have some Lamar moments where on some of those wild. Where he just had a burst for 20, 30 yards. And, you know, but you know what I love most about Herbert, Tim, and because I know the Chargers is your team. Like th- we now have enough of a sample now. And I love the fact that this kid, like this kid's talented and he has a lot to be cocky about, but I feel like he doesn't have like one inch of arrogance in him. He's just like out there to do his job, you know? And like, I, I really like that about a young quarterback, man. You know, if you look at, you know, Baker Mayfield, who I'm going to get into a little bit later when I talk about <laughs> my boom, you know, complete opposites. And Baker has nothing to be fucking cocky about, except his stupid commercials, which he doesn't like warrant whatsoever. But we'll talk about that. <laughs> but OK, so, Joe, I'll let you go then, man. What's uh, you can go next. What's your good of the week this week? I'm unsure about his health, bro, but I'm rolling with, you know, uh, the aforementioned Lamar Jackson uh, this week on Sunday Night Football. He's, he's no longer on the he wasn't on the injury report. He's not on the injury report? Okay. Not anymore, no. but we'll see. Last week it came late, right? Yeah, so this is the first time I take a quarterback as my goon of the week, and I just feel like I, I love the spot, bro. Sunday night football, there's a lot of turmoil going on right now with Cleveland, and they don't know if Baker's the guy. And, you know, huge divisional game too, right? Like if the Ravens really want to take a stranglehold, they got to have a big performance. The last time these two played was on that Monday night game that ended, I think, like 45-42, where Lamar had to leave you know, very uh, suspiciously and then came back and then, you know, put the Superman cape on and they won the game. Oh, that was the game where he, he took a shit and then came yeah, back. Yeah, or, or it was that. <laughs> it was a big theory that that was why he left, right? So he, just, uh, he had cramps or something. I, I don't know, but yeah, I just, you know, coming off that performance and the last time these guys were on primetime was a complete and utter embarrassment against the Dolphins. So I, I don't know. I just, I feel like with the short sample of Lamar on primetime games outside of that Dolphins game, he really, really likes to put up points and, you know, he has a lot of flair to him. You know, we have the 19 point comeback against the Colts on the Monday night. Then obviously the big win against the Chiefs on the Sunday night where they went forward on fourth down. So I've just seen Lamar shine a lot in a lot of these big spots on nationally televised games. Absolutely. I feel like, I feel like this is a good spot for him to make a statement and take a, take a real control of the AFC North. So I like my boy Lamar Jackson. That's right. It's uh, I'm hoping so, man, because um, you know um, my goon of the week is probably my quarterback two of the week because I agree with you, man. I think Lamar is going to be a hell of a good quarterback this week, so I'm starting him over my goon of the week, which we'll get to in a bit. But Tim, um, uh, Lamar against the Browns, man. This should be a very interesting game. What's your thoughts? Lamar's overrated. <laughs> I agree. Over I agree. Oh, we got some controversy here on the podcast. I love it. I like it, boys. I like uh, it. First of all, wait, guys, 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 guys. Let, let's get this straight, right? I go into the week because somebody's going to do good at fantasy, right? So that's different from an actual. Absolutely, player. absolutely. So he might. He's got. He always puts up decent fantasy numbers. I'm just saying. I don't know. Losing to Miami, it's not a good. Uh, 
Well, I, I actually think though we, not very we'll telling. Yeah, we'll see what happens this week when they play my team, the Panthers. I, I'm not liking this. I think Miami's kind of looking pretty good right now. You know what I mean? They their defense, especially, they're looking kind of a bit more like last year. So I guess we'll see there. Or, I don't, oh, I don't even if that. they're looking good right now, they're they're yeah. what three and seven? Four and seven. So, They've won three in a row. Okay, so they're four and seven. No, they could mm-hmm. be looking great, but I'm they saying actually can make Baltimore. The people were talking about Baltimore for the Super Bowl, right? Oh, we're yeah, talking about Miami for a Super Bowl. So if you're gonna lose, start losing to teams that aren't gonna make the playoffs, mm. I don't know how. Uh, Did Jack? You know do you how... find the what's your criticism? Because I'll say the only criticism I have with the Ravens is they're very streaky. I find usually they do it in the yeah. playoffs, but they're streaky. Nah, cons- consistency's always been a problem. They have guys that go extremely hot. You know, you, you name them down the down the line up there. You know, Hollywood Brown will be hot, and then you'll you won't hear you won't hear his name. Mark Andrews, same thing. He'll get you 40 points one week, and then you won't hear about him the next week. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, in my opinion, is just I can't trust the guy. Like fantasy wise, yeah. okay, I understand. But as a runs, quarterback, yeah. I yeah. have a hard time trusting him. Did you see the comparison of Hertz between Hertz and Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Very mm-hmm. similar. But I know that uh, well, similarly to Lamar, a lot of those yards are on the ground, right, guys? Like yeah, uh, he's he really is a whole other level fantasy wise. Sorry to interrupt. Well, well, this is the thing, right? We are talking about fantasy football in this regard. Like, I I don't know if Lamar Jackson is at the point where I could rely on him to win a Super Bowl just yet. You know, I often talk about that AFC um, uh, divisional round game against the Bills last year, where you know that that interception in the end zone that went back for six is just completely unacceptable if you're the guy. Like that's just that that's not supposed to happen, you know. And I could go on and on, but uh, you know, to to the Jack's point, bro. Like uh, you, you know, when you hold that ball like a bread basket, sometimes <laughs> switching, you know, uh, like switching hands with the football. Like, what are you doing, bro? Come on, man. Let's yeah. just keep it you gotta understand that again, Lamar Jackson. Okay, yeah, like I said, he kills it in fantasy. He's not Patrick Mahomes. No, like, no. people got people gotta understand that he's not Patrick Mahomes. Just because the Ravens have that that record doesn't mean anything. That like to me, records are like it doesn't tell the full story. Never does. Mahomes Never does. is overrated though, bro. Honestly, Tim, Tim agrees with me there. I think, but Mahomes is kind of overrated a bit. He's good. Don't get me wrong, but I feel he's a bit overrated. Yeah, but- you know, we could have said the same thing. We could have said the same thing about Brady back in the day, okay? Could have said Brady was overrated the way he was playing football. He wasn't doing anything special. He's, he's trash, winning. though. Like, that's like Brady's trash at football, like athletically. Oh, uh, come a- on. <laughs> this is a 10 yard run last game. Yeah, I know that what one. 11 yard run, bro. You know what I mean? The Jack. The reason why Brady's yeah. really good, and I'm not going to say Belichick, I think the reason why Brady's really good has almost nothing to do with his athletic ability, bro. It's like No, it's, zero. It's, it's got his zero fight. to do with it's, it. It's, and that's why I think Brady's kind of special because no, compare- man, it's got zero. Oh, it's got yeah. zero to do with it, man. Yeah. What 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 matters in sports? What matters in sports is winning. And exactly. if <laughs> Tom Brady's always found a way to win. I, yeah. the guy's got ice in his veins when it comes to the, the two-minute drill. He he's he's just that much better at winning than everybody else. And Mahomes mm-hmm. has that X factor. Mahomes knows how to win. Yeah, no, that's true. I guess we'll see this year. Yeah. When you when you talk about like Brady, Brady was put in a situation to win games for like what 15, 16 years with Bell, with Bill, right? He taught him how to like play properly, you know, take what's given to you, stuff like that. That's why his football IQ is just too high right now. Yep. Like, yeah, it is. It he's is. old, right? He's old. He shouldn't be doing what he's doing, but his football IQ is so high. 
he could still command an offense. Absolutely. See, guys, this is where, Tim, to your point, the, the biggest argument I'll always make for Tom Brady, and it actually goes hand in hand with what you're saying, but Jack, is that for me, I like, look, I don't want to get into the whole GOAT debate, but for me, Tom Brady is the clutchest quarterback I've ever seen. Of in my course. Life. Yeah, that's why like, he's good. That, that, that's there's no debate. I don't think anybody else comes even close. You know, I want to flirt with Peyton Manning, but Peyton Manning didn't get it done in the Super Bowl. So, like, I, I, as much as he did it in the regular season, but for me, nobody touches Tom there. He's in a class of his own. And, you know, we won't know what the future tells us, but like that, that's the biggest argument I have for Tom. That's it, man. When you talk about Tom Brady, you, you're going like Michael Jordan status. Like these guys are winners. They might have not put up the best numbers ever. Well, Tom Brady now because of his longevity, yes. but like they might not have put up the best numbers, but these guys won and they took over finals. And like that, that is worth a, a, to me a lot more than numbers are. And I love, I love Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning put up ridiculous regular seasons, shattered records, and, and all yeah, that MVP. stuff. But did Peyton Manning beat Nick Foles, though? That's the only question. If Peyton Manning exactly. beat Nick Foles, then I think that settles it because Nick Foles is the best quarterback of all time. Uh, he's the goal. Boy. He has a stature. He's got. He's a legend. He's a legend. Uh, next to Ben DiNucci, we know. Next he's a to Ben DiNucci, we don't forget. About Definitely ben. has Jack, the biggest dick remember- out of all quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> to Jack, to Jack, do you remember yeah. when the Cowboys had to start Ben DiNucci for one game last week, last year? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, we were joking on the podcast. It's it's a- a- <laughs> fucking accountant. He was an accountant. Fuck. They got him off the street. You know, there was like, we need someone to play. I, I think you actually used him in fantasy that week, no? No, probably. No, I didn't. Yeah, no, you I- probably did. Did you're Jack too busy is- drafting two, too busy drafting two tight ends again. Well, you know what's yeah. funny, Jack? That obviously that was the joke, right? But it really was Mahomes in the second that killed me, man. Yeah, that- <laughs> missed out on Cup, missed out on a lot of good players there by taking a quarterback second round. But you know. The- 14 team leagues. I know it's hard, like it's easy to say you get the best quarterback and should have an advantage, but I just find that you're missing out somewhere if you go quarterback like that early, second round. Like, yeah, that's like a star player you could be missing out on. But uh, anyway, um, I'll go with uh, my goon now, guys, and I'm gonna go uh, with a quarterback as well, actually. So, uh, another running quarterback, too. We'll do QBs, bro. Let's go, baby. So, uh, my um. I'm going to go with Cam Newton in this game. And I actually think Lamar might be the one quarterback I started with Cam Newton, but I'm going with Cam Newton uh, this week. I, like I said, I know Miami's been playing well, but I think that my, one of Miami's um, weaknesses is stopping the run. I think Cam is just going to go on one of those streaks. Except that last week, last week he had a 30 point week. I think this week he can have more. So I'm going to go with Cam. I actually think Miami's going to win this game, but I think Cam uh, is going to put up at least 30 points and more. Like I said, he can run and, um, you know, it's with Christian McCaffrey. I mean, you know, there's just a lot of fantasy points there. So I, I'm liking Cam this week. Hopefully he does better than Dan Arnold did. Fucking Dan Hey Arnold. But uh, yeah, Cam. Cam Newton. Good of the week. Good stuff, brother. Yeah. Joe, um, Cam Newton, we're still going to, well, we're not going to say we're going to pick him, but uh, I actually like what I saw from him last week. That was a good game, actually. Yeah, I really thought they were going to take it over, bro. But uh, I don't know. This guy Heineken, man, I think he really got himself pumped before the game because he was just – he was balling you know, out. You know, Joe, I think, uh, you know, we got to pay attention to who we kind of call out. It seems like we have the thing on this podcast, to Jack. We call out guys, and they seem to, to actually listen. They seem yeah. killing it. So um, I, w- I want JC to win because, uh, well, I'm not making the playoffs in the league, Jack, unless of a miracle. But if mm-hmm. JC if, – if, if Santillo loses out – I win out, and uh, if Evan doesn't get six wins, well, that eight spots wide. If I have more points, 
What do you mean? If he doesn't, oh, six wins. To, okay, six wins total. Okay. And that's why, like, don't get me wrong to Jack. My team is absolute garbage. But I'm just saying, like, uh, I'm hoping JC wins this week. Shout out to JC. No offense the, to Santillo. Do you actually think you're going to make the playoffs with six weeks? No. Or with six wins? Uh-oh. This year, it's, if the, if Santillo loses out? There, there's an extra game this year. It's even harder to make it with six wins. No, 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 Tim. I checked the schedule. and There's only three games left. Well, it goes to week 14, no? Normally, it goes to week 13, and nobody ever makes it with six wins. No, it, it's it's it goes to we have uh, this week and two more. We have three more weeks. This I understand what you're saying. Game. So no, what basically it very well could if Santillo loses out and Evan doesn't get six wins, then or Evan only gets six wins. And you're sure like, these guys aren't playing each other? Because they're like, not, bro. They're not. Teams. They're not, bro. I'm playing. I'm playing James this week, so that doesn't matter. But Evan's playing. Evan. Evan very well could get six or seven wins, and then and then there won't be a six. You know All right, I mean? so sounds good. It doesn't matter. Seven Listen, anyway, eight. anyway, you guys slice it. I'm an easy out, man. Losing my top two picks for this long is like really crippled me. Yeah. But uh, okay, so we're gonna get to the Thanksgiving games, boys. Wait a second, you know- what happened to Mike Goon? What the hell? Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Sorry. What, what kind of a half-assed podcast is this? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are lucky you missed the first five minutes when I completely zoned out. Tim's like oh, another stoner moment. It was awesome, but yeah, no. The Jack, my bad mode, bro. It's uh getting used to this guest thing, but uh gotta, gotta go ahead. What's your goon of the week, bro? Let's hear Listen, it. Listen, I spent a lot of time talking about them before. I like the way they're trending. I like Devontae Smith against the Giants. Fucking love and it. Like, like I'm just I'm just liking the Eagles, and it's everything that like I always said I wouldn't do. Like, I hate the Eagles fantasy-wise. I hate them as a football team. Like, I really don't like that division in like in general. And like, but I just think that the, the Eagles are going to ball out against the Giants. And like, it's such, such a, it's almost like, um, like a Boston Montreal type thing or a Boston Toronto type thing, you know, yeah. it's such a long history there. And just yeah, the way Hurts is playing, the way he's, the way he's throwing the ball, running the ball and everything. And Smith has had uh, like at least like three a- or four back to like, back, like, Really, Why really good receiver? weeks. I, sorry to interrupt. I think he, like, I could be maybe off by a few uh, positions, but he's like the wide receiver eight the last six weeks or something like that. Yeah, man. He's been killing it, bro. He has. Absolutely. So crazy. Mm. But, uh, Honestly, that NFC I love that. Is, uh, it never disappoints, eh? Yeah. NFC East, oh, even if they have a bad, here. yeah, it's crazy. But uh, Tim, uh, We've been high on the Eagles pretty much all year, so I'd like to hear this to the Jack. But Tim, what do you think of that? You think uh, Devontae is in for? We got two wide receivers, two two quarterbacks in the uh, goons this week. Yeah, he could have, he could always have a big game. Yeah. Honestly, but I love yeah. it. The I thing is, it. though, if somebody else starts off having a big game, chances are he won't also have a big game for them. You know what I mean? He's the only receiver there, too, the Jack, pretty much. They don't really have anyone else. I mean, yeah, they well, got their backs. Is, but... is Quez Watkins still there, or is he injured? Yeah, I mean, he's there. I think he's but... hurt. Yeah. But he's, no, he's not hurt. Oh, he's not? He's just not really the part of it anymore. Jalen Rieger is kind of their number two, but he doesn't. he's kind of hit or miss. It's mostly Smith and Goddard, right? And then they have uh, the running backs. But uh, I like that, the Jack. Okay, so we're going to move on to uh, the games now. The uh, Jack, how much time do you have? Uh good for like another 20 minutes okay so we'll try to get through the games but you can leave whenever you want but we're going to start like i said with my favorite fucking day of the year that's not a official canadian holiday for us anyway it's uh fucking thanksgiving thursday boys i'm stoked so we're going to start with the lions 
really tough year. But uh, we're going to start the Lions plus three at home against the Bears. The Jack, I'll let you start. What's your feel for this game? And I love, the, I fucking love the Bears. The Bears are, they're my team. They stink, whatever it is. Uh, you know, it's all true. Khalil Mack out for the year. That's no, that's fine. But David Montgomery's coming back. And I like, he's back already, bro. He's been doing well. Looks like he's hoping. Yeah, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's coming back. He's back to himself. And like, if he runs amok, I think it can hurt Detroit, like, by himself. Um, I don't know. I, I like Chicago. I'll go Chicago. Yeah, I um, I actually kind of lean Chicago too here in that. It kind of goes against normally something I like doing, which is taking home dogs. But I like Chicago here because I like Dalton coming back. And uh, I think the biggest lean or the biggest edge I see in this game is um, there's been rumors that Matt Nagy is going to get fired after this game. But that's then, beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then I, I don't think that's a rumor. Game, I think that's like. Well, here's the thing, right? When they asked Max, Matt Nagy, he said, I don't know anything about that. So apparently he's getting fired after this game. I think the players might. Uh, might come in strong for this one for big uh, the red the red rocket Andy Dalton, I think that's an red upgrade. Rifle, field. Red rifle, red <laughs> rocket. I think it's kind of a bit of an upgrade because um, Fields is still uh, kind of all over the place. I feel so. I think the Bears are actually going to take care of business. I will say though, there's a very strong trend. I don't know. I think it's hitting like almost seventy percent, where teams that start the year uh, winless before their buy. I think they're hitting like 70% against this red, so that's active on Detroit. But other than that, man, like I'm with you under percent to Jack. Joe, what do you think well, about this? Let's well, oh, wait, let, before that, let, let's just look at it this way first. Yeah. Fields, right? Like Dalton coming in. Just think of Fields playing with Tariq Cohen in the lineup. Right? Yeah. It gives a completely different dynamic. Absolutely. Like, uh, David Montgomery, yes, he's good, but Tariq Cohen offers that like pass catching there that Montgomery doesn't doesn't really offer, and uh, not to lie, I I think he's he's a better blocker as well. Yeah. But you know, if he had him there, it gives Fields a, like a, a more of a fighting chance, I I would say, than you know just throwing him in there with all that pressure off your Dalton stinking it up. Here you go, here rookie, here you, like here's your chance. You know, and it's it's Chicago is one of those markets. It's like it's pretty. Uh, <laughs> Pretty, it's it's like an inferno, right? You get in there, and if you if you're not doing well, boy, that fan base will eat you up and spit absolutely, you out. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, well, to that point, bro, I was talking to somebody today that told me that apparently uh, yesterday Chicago Bulls game they were chanting "Fire Nagy." That's what I was <laughs> gonna say. They were, they were. <laughs> that is some serious dedication, man. They really want this guy out of there. It's, oh, he's uh, horrible. He's horrible. So many games were lost because of him. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he's very questionable as a coach. I mean, I'll give him credit for one season where he did actually win coach of the year. I mean, he really yeah. matched Mitch, Mitch Trubisky and somehow got to 12 wins. I think that was more about the defense than anything else. But frankly, you know, he's he's outstayed his welcome at this point, man. Like, he, you yeah. got to win some of these games. And, you know, he really hasn't been too impressive. So you like you like, so you guys, like the Bears here too? Or so well, cool, Tim, go ahead, go ahead, Tim. I was yeah. just going to say, guys. So seeing how bad the Bears are this year without Mitch Trubisky, is Mitch Trubisky actually a, a decent quarterback? Or Yeah, he is, bro. I've been saying that for years. You know that. <laughs> I think he's a competent backup. I don't know if I'd make him a he's starter. A good, he's a good athlete. Nah. He's a good athlete. That's all he is, really. He's good it's, all, it's, all, it's all game scripts, too, right? Sure. Uh, Trubisky, like, what he had at the time, the way that, yeah. I like. I would say he's a better. Like to me, he's a better option than Dalton is. That's that's my opinion. Yeah, um, I would agree. That I would agree. At least he has yeah. the run threat. He can run. Yeah, yeah I, I would agree with that too. But still mind-boggling that he went over Mahomes in that draft. Andy Reid really had a uh, hyper talent there. 
But what I will say about that Bears franchise too, uh, the Jack, is that I was I was a Bears fan for a couple of years. You know, I had this weird like infatuation with Jay Cutler. I don't know why. Like it's just I feel like <laughs> one, I, I went through a season where I don't know. I think like he ripped it for me in fantasy for a couple of weeks, and like you're going back like ten years now, eh? And then I hit a couple of parlays with him, and I, I don't know. It's just like I like kind of like this underdog and like very enigmatic demeanor and. I don't know, but yeah, that went downhill very fast. Like he's a 500 quarterback at best, but like I grew to see how the Chicago fan base just does not tolerate like not winning. They're they're used to such glory days with their great defenses from like you know 30, 40 years ago. That yeah. now, you know, I mean, for God's sake, even Rex Grossman made a Super Bowl, bro. Like, you know, you got to deliver. You got to deliver. Was that was such a game. that was such a crazy season. That was the season also where Arizona was scrapped that year, and they, that's with the famous uh, Dennis Green there, and we let them off the hook. Well, you yeah. would thought they were. I, I will never forget that game. It was the most crazy game of all time. Too bad Bet365 didn't have the early payout option because that's a fucking money line and a half win there. Because it was 24 nothing at halftime. Crazy. Yeah. But you know what? Just 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 to touch on the, the line, bro, my, my, my logic is very simple. Like, I, I, can, I cannot back the Detroit Lions. Like, it's yeah, that's just, the thing, man. No it, it's, it's a play on the Bears or pass. I'd probably just pass the game, to be honest, because, like, I don't really have the greatest of reads on these two franchises that are both in complete and utter shambles. But uh, if you're going to lean, then, yeah, you got to go with Chicago. I will, to, to just to be fair, though, I will say that the Lions, I believe, are 6-4 and four against the spread, and they've won the last two. Against the spread. So oh, actually, yeah, I, like I said, and one and out of those four losses, I think I bet them twice, and then I just gave up. I said, okay, that's, that's it. the thing. I'm in the same boat, bro. Like I, yeah. I, I had them in week one with that crazy back door cover, but uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm. Tim, what do you think, bro? You like the Bears this week? I kind of like the under six touchdowns. So I don't even know yeah. if anyone scores six touchdowns on that. In those I, teams, I, so. I like that. But uh, moving on because uh, this is a big one for uh, I'm gonna like Joe. Uh, um, I was going to say uh, Uncle Joe. Cousin Joe. Uncle Joe. Uncle, Uncle Joe. Because I, I remember what happened. Uncle Joe. Some, type, some type of family member, you know. Cousin Joe and the Jack, you, well, all of us, you know, we love the Cowboys. But Cousin Joe, the second game is we got America's team laying seven and a half against the Raiders. Joe, you're going to the week. Um, your lock of the week is in this one, no? My lock of the week is in this game, brother. All right, take, and- take it away, bro. Yes. And I just, I'm looking now and I see that I think the line actually shot up to minus nine. Just correct me if I'm wrong. No, it's um, uh, I, I'm still seeing seven and a half. Seven and a half here. You're still seeing seven and a half. Okay, so I guess, yeah. it's but it's uh, minus one hundred five, so it actually might go up soon, right? Uh, if it's minus one hundred five, that means no, it's going to go down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That means the more people are betting on the on the Las Vegas Herades, which is my lock of the week, boys. I'm yeah. going and taking the points in this game. And look, I've been very vocal for a very long time since they moved to that stadium in 2009, how the Cowboys do not have a home field, bro. And if you look at them historically, whenever they get into these games where they're laying more than a touchdown, don't look at the Atlanta game because they're just another pathetic dumpster fire since they lost that 28 to three leading. It's, yeah. it's, I really believe it's just been a nightmare for them since then. And they'll never be never. <laughs> But whenever they, they're laying more than a possession at home, I feel like there's a trend, Oak, and maybe you could back me on this, where the, often the other team, if they're competent and they're above 500 or at least 500 that they cover. And I don't know me, the specific trend, but that sounds right to me, bro. Sounds like a good system. 
Yeah, I mean, and I'm seeing all kinds of action right now on the Cowboys, bro. It's insane, bro. It's one of the big... I get it. It's Thanksgiving, America's team, yada, 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 all the nonsense that I can't stand. Here, I got to try and... Sorry, sorry, sure to interrupt, but that's like... You see, that's that's how you know the public better is is just... They're fucking living in la-la land or something because they're freaking saying, oh, America's team... They're one in eight, their last nine years, bro, on Thanksgiving against the spread. Correct. Thank like you. Something like something like that, bro. Like, bro, you, you guys, just... we know the reason, though. We know the reason. Zeke eats a turkey before the game, and he can't run. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the deal. Eh? The trip he to just fan. keeps saying, "Feed me, feed me," and then he gets a turkey, and he's done. You laugh. Love for the game, bro. You, you laugh. That trip to Pan, bro. That trip of uh, whatever the fucking Zeke Elliott. He's gonna have a sleepy game. I agree. Anyway. <laughs> Keep going, Joe. Oh, you actually beat me to my next point is that yeah. over the last 10 years, I've been like really paying attention to Thanksgiving games. And obviously the Cowboys and the Lions are two hosts and they've been awful, like God awful against the spread. So yeah. I feel like the expectation is almost inflated on Thanksgiving because of all the hype and they never meet up to it because I feel like they're an average freaking franchise. I mean, look at what just happened to Jason Garrett, bro. Cause he's another disaster. Oh yeah. Back. We didn't even touch on that. Thank fucking God. You see what this Brian said? Oh man. Yeah. Bro, like they're the epitome of mediocrity, and I, it just makes me crazy. Like they have mediocre talent; these guys are all getting paid. Uh, America's team and all this nonsense. Like it's just so inflated and so garbage that you know what? The Raiders coming off two embarrassing losses. You best believe that their focus is going to be there. Do they win the game? I don't know, but I think I'm taking the seven and a half points all day and every day, brother. You mean the seven and a half with the Raiders? The Raiders. Okay, the Jack just had a lot of words to say about the Cowboys, but I believe we were talking earlier, and you're worried about this Raiders team. What do you think yeah, about this game? Big time. Uh, the Raiders have definitely had their cage rattled this year. Uh, that's you know, not even, that, that that's being moderate having their their their, their cage rattled. You lose your coach because he's a pervert. <laughs> then. There's the Henry Ruggs situation there. Very unfortunate. Not, yeah. Not, not, yeah, which is horrible because he, he was, you know, he's had, he had a bright future ahead of him. Yeah, I thought so. No, Josh Jacobs not, not being healthy. Then, like, your X factor was, was Waller. But now, because of all this other garbage going on and people dropping left and right, you've taken yep. your X factor out. Like, I just can't see the Raiders having much more success this season. Yeah, but what do you I, think I, about I them? The, what do you think about them this week covering the seven and a half? Oh, uh, covering the seven and a half? I think they could probably keep it a little more competitive than the seven, like than that spread. You know, I'll probably see it more as like a three, maybe five point game. Yeah, but like I definitely, I definitely take the Raiders in the points. Yeah, I uh, I like the Raiders here too. You know, I've been going back and forth thinking about this game, but I think it was that trend, Joe, that really was like, hmm, very interesting. Cowboys have not been doing good. Tim, the money line right now for this game is plus 270 for the Raiders. Scream it out to me, Tim. You think there's a money line value here? Or you think the Cowboys will sneak out a win and then it'll be like a fucking Cowboys, you know? Yeah, I don't know if Raiders could actually win the game, but I think they should be able to keep it close. Yeah. But also, this depends on who... um, because Cooper, he had what COVID? Can he play on a Thursday? No, he's not. I don't think he can play, man. He's not playing. He can't play. Still in protocol, no? Yeah, he's, no, yeah, he's, yeah. He's unvaccinated, so I think he's. Uh, oh, so yeah, he's out for sure. Yeah, and uh, so it might be closer than we think. Yeah, I, 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 I think. Just, I yeah, know, since since Gruden left, they had one good game, right? And since then, they've just been in shambles, kind of. 
It's been unfortunate. I, I was saying to, to Jack earlier, I think the rugs thing was bigger than people realized for that offense. I said this on the podcast too. Really fast guy. Now the defenses can, to Jack t- touched on this, they can really just focus in on Waller, eliminate him from the game, and then they got nothing, right? So um, the next uh, Thanksgiving game, though, is uh, one I like, um, but we'll only have one Thanksgiving game for the big ticket, but it's uh, the New Orleans Saints plus six at home against the Bills. Now, the Jack, you had your little uh, mono- uh, mo- monopoly. You had your little monologue there about the, the Cowboys. I feel like every week, boys, we're, we're, we kind of fucking go off against the most overrated team in the AFC. Seems to be the Buffalo Bills. Now, the Jack, you like the Bills, no? Like you've always liked that team? Uh, I, it's not that, not that I like them, but, like, they were part of my strategy the past two years in fantasy just because I like the way they were trending as a team altogether. Absolutely, yeah. And I rolled that train hard, and it did me well. It, it's done me well up to now. But yeah. uh, man, there, there, there's something happening there. There's, there's this big Some, disconnect. Something's weird, eh? Like, cause this yeah. is a good team. Last year they were unbelievable. It was one of our favorite teams on this podcast. Um, and don't get me wrong, I, I, I think the Saints. So yeah, we picked them to win the Super Bowl, I believe. Um, and don't we get me wrong, to get there with the Packers. I'd say yeah, that's what we did. And it's just kind of like. I feel like lane six at home, that's uh, the, the Saints for four and oh, as underdogs, one. And I just feel like this is a, this is a really good number. I think this is a really good bet uh, for the primetime game. You know, don't, uh, like I said, uh, you know, not, maybe we won't put in the parlay just because we don't have too many Thursdays. But I, I, I think the Saints, uh, what is it, plus 220, 230? I think this is a good money line value too. Because I just, uh, it's 210. 210. I just don't, I don't like this Bills team, but. Who knows? Maybe this is when they start their run. What do you think? No, it, it's it's a good bet, but um, I think it really depends if Kamara actually plays or not. Yeah, because he was ruled out. It, it, yeah, he's already yeah, ruled out again. Yeah, like that's the thing, man. I don't even for me personally, I don't even consider that. Like they play tough against the Titans, right? They only lost by two. They covered the spread. So I think the only difference would be if Kamara's not there. I think the money line play because a little more risky, but I think they cover the spread. But even at that, even at that, people are like really discounting what Ingram can do. Ingram's had Absolutely. six sets. And like Ingram's also injured. He's questionable. I'm pretty sure he'll play though. Yeah. Um he, he's decent. He's a decent play. He's probably he's not Camaro, obviously, but like he's still pretty dangerous, man. He's he been around for a while, man. He hopefully has the experience variable. But, uh, you know, I, I traded for Kamara in one league when before he got injured like two weeks ago, and he didn't even have any sort of injury listed on him. Literally two days later, he's missed now. He's gonna miss three games in a row. So depressing. Well, that's it's, how I feel with Nuke. Nuke's been like that. It's been um, it, it's gonna be a good day tomorrow, guys. But uh, I'm liking the Raiders too as our uh, play for the big ticket. Uh, so. We're going to move on to the 1 p.m. games. I just got to remember what the fuck my lock was here, boys. I don't know if it's 1 p.m., 4 p.m. Oh, oh should we do it? Just a, a, like a fun $5. We pick every game with the over-under. Yeah, we could do that. Play a total, huh? you, uh, you, yeah, yeah, we could do that. We could do that. I guess we could do that. Um, but the, the, Yeah, okay. So we're going to do every game on Sunday, you mean? No, on Thursday. Okay, yeah, yeah, we could do that. Okay, so we're gonna like let's do um so we said the bears so we, and the bear, under. Bears and the under. Okay, we said um the Raiders and uh this total is fifteen one and a half. For the Raiders to actually cover, it's probably gonna have to go under. 
You think? Yeah, probably because the Raiders are uh, their offensive stacked. Okay, so I'm going with the under. And then the last one, uh, we said the Saints. Uh, I like the over in this game, to be honest. Yeah, I'm good with that. You guys, yeah. you guys like that? 20, 25 points aside, very doable. Yeah. Okay, so there we go. We're going to do the $5 parlay with this for tomorrow. So, Joel, this is what we're going to do, man. We're going to put your lock on the Thursday parlay, and then the big ticket, we'll, uh, we'll just do Sunday games. So you'll have uh, maybe another game you really like we'll add in there. Sound good? No squares. I love it. Okay. We can turn that. Okay, so we'll start with the Sunday games here. Yeah. We have Atlanta minus two at Jacksonville. Atlanta minus two at Jacksonville. To me, this is a stay away game. Uh, I would probably oh, lose. Big Any thoughts to Jack? I wouldn't bet the goddamn game. The Falcons are like the worst team to bet. Like, I think in any sport, to be 100% honest with you. Like when you do bet, when you do bet them, they don't cover the goddamn spread. And when you don't bet them, they end up blowing out the other team, and it all is such an easy bet. And you end up doubting yourself, and it's no, it's just it's just a bad thing to do. Um, did Jack, why don't you go with your lock of the week, actually? Because I'm seeing it's a 1 p.m. game. Yeah, absolutely. Well, once again, I'm hopping on that train, and I'm going with the Eagles. I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna crush. I really do think they're gonna crush, and they're gonna roll to get their third in a row, three and a half points. Doesn't seem like much. Hurts like hurts like I said. Hurts is god mode right now. He's slinging the ball well too. You know the Giants' pass defense is one of the. He's got to be one of the worst for sure. So yeah, I could see them covering that three and a half easily. I can see them probably putting up another forty like they did last week. Yeah, I like this a lot too. Like I said, I, it's a weird spread three and a half. Others, but I feel like this is a team on a roll here. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's definitely a play against these god-awful Giants that just uh, need to blow everything up because uh, clearly uh, Coach Clapp over there, Jason Garrett, is really holding uh, Danny Dimes back. But, uh, you know, it's what, four years now that Danny Dimes is in the league, bro? And I'm just not seeing it, man. I mean, I know the coaching staff isn't helping him, but they're just always seemingly in these games where they get themselves down by three possessions and they kind of, like, make you believe that they're going to be competitive and they're just completely, like off script and really not uh, really, really execute poorly like well you guys saw that stat i showed you the other day right where they're like since the beginning of uh, 2020 they're not last in the league uh with touchdown scored like uh that's 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 not my fluke bro that's just poor coaching poor okay i know there's been a lot of injuries you know saquon barkley this and that and their offensive line has uh, hasn't been the greatest but you got to figure it out at some point, man. You know, that's a proud franchise. And uh, frankly, in that division, uh, the fact that you're not more competitive than you are. Yeah, I think they're going to get rolled over, man. I think I think so too, man. Uh, Tim, uh, what do you think in this game, bro? I know you you kind of like the Giants. Uh, well, I mean, liking the Giants and thinking they're yeah. going to win a game is very yeah. different. <laughs> <laughs> very true, very true. Uh, no, I, I've been... Um, Pretty uh, pretty good on this uh, Philly train, you know, in the past well, pretty much yeah, all yeah, season. Exactly. I was pretty high on them in general before the year. I thought they started slow like the Colts, but now they're going to turn it on in the second half. Hopefully punch yeah. themselves a ticket. I'd love to see them uh, overtake Dallas and Dallas miss the playoffs. They Dallas, play Dallas, in uh, the week 18. Eh? They play last that. week. Uh, yeah, they I know. I, just hope, season, <laughs> I really hope that actually somehow could happen. So, yeah, I guess we need uh, Las Vegas to win this week. 
The Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders, yeah. I really <laughs> hope that could happen too, man. But I really hope uh, I hope the Raiders one can win, and I hope the Eagles actually uh, beat them last week of the season to fucking make the playoffs. Be great. Okay, so um, I'm going to go with my lock uh, of the week, guys. It's a very, very uh, – probably the game of the week, some would say. And I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go with what I – who I think is the new Belichick, the new best coach in the league. Uh, and that's Mike Rabel. I'm going to go with the Titans plus seven against the Patriots. This line opened at minus two and a half. And then the Titans ended up losing in the game against the Texans. And we even said on this podcast, this is a letdown spot. And I think one of the main reasons, and people have been saying I'm crazy. I don't know, but I feel like the Titans are the type of team that when they have a sandwich spot like that, they absolutely focus more on the more important game the week after than they do that game um, that, they're, that they're playing against the bad team. And I think that's what they did against the Texans. I think they, they, they obviously knew what they had to do, but I think they were focused on this Titans game, uh, Patriots game. And I think uh, Rabel is going to definitely want to, he's going to want to win against his old coach. You know what I mean? So I think there's going to be a grudge match with the Jack. I'm quoting you on that, but I think Titans are actually going to win this game let alone cover that seven points. I think this is insane value. It's a total overreaction to a to a game. And this Titans team, like everyone's like, oh, yeah, well, they lost to the Texans last week. It's like, yeah, they also beat the Bills, who are not horrible. Yeah, they might be overrated. They beat the Rams, we all agree, are really good. Um, they beat the Colts, who are fucking proving to be really good. Who else they beat? They beat the Saints, who have a tough defense. You know, they've been getting the wins even without Derrick Henry. They're proving everyone wrong. Some of the best dogs to the back in the league. So, to me, as good as the Patriots have been, they're due for a letdown spot. Still have a rookie quarterback. So I think Titans win this game outright. So I like Titans plus seven. That's my lock of the week. Honestly, uh, it's a great handicap, bro. Great handicap. You know, my <laughs> only issue with it, you guys know how much I res- respect the genius and Bill Belichick. And, you know, I, I think that I do. He's going to have a game plan, bro. So, uh, I mean, it's, uh, but it's a lot of points. It's a lot of points to lay yeah. on a quarterback at home. I, I, I get it. It's, uh, and look, this is pretty huge, eh? Let's 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 not kid ourselves. Whoever wins this game, uh, you know, might you know this this tiebreak might come, absolutely might come into play going towards uh, you know the playoffs now. So uh, best believe you're going to get the best effort from both sides. But my concern is also AJ Brown's health, bro. What's going on? No, with that's the only thing. But I, I thought of that too, Joe. But there was other games where they had no these fucking injuries, bro, and they still won. They beat the Rams without AJ Brown. I'm pleading sure. Or that there was another game that they won where they had a bunch of injuries. So to me, man, like I, I don't really care though. I, I just want them to cover the seven for a ticket, right? But I, yeah. I do think they can win. The thing with Tennessee is they need to have a lead. If they're playing from behind, they just don't play very well overall. They're very sloppy. No. Yeah, very so. Very if sloppy. they could get that seven nothing lead, I'm sure they're gonna end up winning this game straight up. But if they go down ten nothing, I wouldn't count on it. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm excited for this game. Um, you know what I, I see this more as, though? To be yeah. honest with you, this game is going to be a battle of defenses, more so than what the offense I think so. Do. Absolutely. Uh, both, both defenses are, like, they're, they're really, really good. And, you know, the one thing that sketches me out about Tennessee a little bit is that, you know, without Derrick Henry, you really see how pedestrian Ryan Tannehill is. Um, I disagree, and that's another. Sorry, yeah. I forgot to mention this one thing. Go ahead, keep going. I find Ryan Tannehill to be very pedestrian as a quarterback. Uh, he, you know, when you have that threat of Derrick Henry behind you, you know, it sort of opens up the game a bit and gives you those opportunities. 
But, you know, if you had to put the game on his shoulders, I, I really don't trust him to get it done. Then uh, That's you know, I'm not a firm thing. believer. Yeah. I, I, I am a firm believer in Ryan Tannehill. I think he's a, a winner personally. But another thing I forgot to mention is Tannehill's record in New England. Um, Tannehill has got some some wins. Tannehill has a really had a really good record against Bill Belichick. I remember that was the thing back in the day. The Tannehill would just beat fucking New England, like that was his thing. And Tannehill at one point had like 14, 15 wins in a row. Uh, he had a couple. He had an injury in the middle. So honestly, the Patriots on paper should blow this team out. I guess why that's why the spread is seven. But uh, I guess we'll see, man. I this Titans team has been very good to me this year. Got to be honest. Made me a lot of money this year, the Titans and the Colts. So I'm going to keep riding it. Well, they've been very good against the spread this season. And they, you know, in these positions where, you know, they've been the underdog, they've definitely, uh, you know. That's when you bet them. You don't bet them as a favorite, as you saw last week, you know. Yeah, I mean, when you got those two losses against the Jets and the Texans, it doesn't look too sexy, right? But, you know, look, they've, they've, they've showed up in big games. And you, you got to give them credit there. To Mike's point, I I, kind of would agree because I feel like a lot of his success has been with Derrick Henry being like the absolute undisputed number one running back in the league. They really started this pop in 2019, like midway through the season, which was actually right around Thanksgiving, if I'm not mistaken, where they made that roll to the AFC championship game and they actually beat the Patriots in the the opening wildcard weekend round at New England. So look, they have a good formula and it's about, you know, running the ball and playing good defense where they have a really good pass rush right now. So I think this will be a battle of defenses and look, yeah, that's what I think too. If they could get the Mac Jones and force him to make mistakes, bro, get the short fields and, you know, put up some point cheap points. That's, that's really always a good formula for success. But what do we know about Bill Belichick? He always takes away, he makes you play left-handed, right? He always takes away your biggest, um, your biggest threat. So if it's going to be AJ Brown, you know, and he's going to have a quiet game, like, I don't know, is who's, who's the starting running back now? Adrian Peterson got cut or something. No, or uh, it's a mix between Damian Hilliard and Dante Foreman. Um, young guys have stepped up, actually. Um, it's uh, To me, man, it's going to be like, I totally agree. It's a battle of defenses and a battle of coaches. Yeah, it's going to be a good uh, way to see what the schemes are. And uh, look, it's crazy to think, bro, but like, obviously, we just want to cover the seven. But if the Patriots, you know, let's just, you know, for argument's sake here, win this football game, you know, they're right at the top of the AFC with the Titans at eight and four. Like, would you are, have believed are, that to be a topic of conversation a month ago? That's ridiculous. Yeah, I know it is ridiculous. They've been on a roll, bro. They've been on one hell of a roll. With the freaking rookie quarterback. Like, yeah, Mac, Jones, Mac Jones has been impressive to me. But, um, okay, so I'm going to skip some games, and uh, you guys speak up if you want me to talk about it, but there's some uh, stinker of games here. Um, but here's a very good game, guys. This is going to be another really good game. It's the Colts plus three at home against the Buccaneers. Tim, what do you think of this one? You know, last game, um, the Buccaneers worked on their defense. Today. We saw they, uh, they held the, the Giants in sorry, track. Sorry, Tim. Sorry to throw up. Someone um, is near the speaker or something like that, I think. I'm on mute. Yeah. Hold on, I'll mute myself too. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, perfect. The, the Jack's watching some TV in the background. Over the ja- everybody everybody loves Raymond, I think. Over anyway. Always, always. I never take a day off, man. <laughs> Amen, bro. I love it. Okay, so... Uh, yeah, so um, the Bucks defense actually looked a lot better than it had been looking last game. Uh, they held uh, pretty much everyone on the Giants' offense, like, under their expected totals. 
So uh, it's going to be interesting to see if they could actually do that against. I, I consider the Colts a good team. They've they've won a few big games now, and they started yep. off slow, but I, I think they're a good team. So it's going to be interesting to see if they could slow them down a bit. Jonathan Taylor, uh, you know, he he's a uh, he's probably the best running back right now since Derrick Henry's injured. But yep. the Bucks do have a really good uh, run defense, so it's going to be interesting to see how they they use him in the passing game, because I'm sure they're going to have to script a bit towards uh, throwing the ball more. And, um, but by, to be honest, I think the Colts win this game straight up. Honestly, bro, I'm leaning towards that too. And I think this is uh, I mean, look at the line plus three at home. Um, I just, you know, this Bucks team has been horrible on the road, man. I, so I, I re I like this. I would like to add this to the ticket. The Jack, what do you think about this one? I, I like the Colts. I really like the Colts. Um, they've been, you know, they've been super hot and just like everything's just clicking, right? Everything's yeah. just clicking. Like, go figure Carson Wentz is finally like he's back and he's in there. And, you know, he was playing that good football in Philly. And like, I find he's doing a, a decent job. He's not he's not the best. He's not uh, fully taking games over on his own. But having Jonathan Taylor is definitely helping that a lot. And it's like taking a lot of the pressure off of his shoulders. But like even on even on the defensive side of the football, they're doing everything right they're they're just they've been very stingy and they're they're a tough team to play against yeah they um, i can definitely see, i really can definitely are. see them walking in and winning this game outright yeah joe you've been, yeah, you've, been you've been praising or i shouldn't say praising you've been criticizing the bucks all year betting against them to very good success when they're on the road i think it continues this game their struggles this was actually my initial uh, lean when I wanted to make my lock of the week, but then I said, "Oh, Cowboys on Thanksgiving." Okay, forget it. I gotta go that forget way. It. But but this 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 was actually the game I was actually gonna play. So you know, hats off Tim because I really really like the Colts in the spot, and this is honestly a play on against the the Bucks on the road. You're absolutely right, bro. They haven't been very good on the road this season. A lot of their great success has come on that home field where they're probably averaging like 40 points a game. It's ridiculous. But Brady, I, I don't know. There's something about, you know, playing these tough, tight games with teams that are above 500 that, you know, where he hasn't seemed as great and hasn't put it up, you know, extreme numbers. Like, bro, 20 of his 29 touchdowns have come in, in Tampa Bay. Like, I, I didn't realize that until yesterday. I said, well, like, that's that's a huge number, man. So I, I really think that a lot of the public now is, you know, and expectedly so is betting on the Bucks because, you know, you, you see Tom Brady only laying two and a half or three points. And it's like, oh, man, give me that all day and every day. But no, man, the real team that's trending upwards right now is the Colts. And, you know, to the Jack's points, they've been very opportunistic on the defensive side of the football, taking it away. You know, uh, Jonathan Taylor is by far, you know, the best running back in the league right now with the absence of Derrick Henry. And that line is strong, bro. You know, I don't know about Quinton Nelson, uh, Quinton Nelson, Nelson's health is he uh, going to be playing? Does anybody know? No, I haven't checked that actually. Do you, anybody know? Because he's one of the best tackles in the league, bro. Yeah, but absolutely. but just to say that that line has been holding up, and it's one of the main reasons that Carson Wentz is you know actually not turning over the football this season, outside of that stupid left-handed pick against the Titans that cost him all kinds of money. But uh, <laughs> look. If you take away those two overtime losses to the Titans and to the Ravens, where they had a 14-point lead against the Titans and they had a 19-point lead against the Ravens, we're yep. talking about a team that won seven games in a row here, guys. Like, wow, bro, this team is unbelievable, yeah. in my opinion. That, that, yes. that's, that's why I give credit to the Titans even more, because I consider the Colts the top team. Like They are pretty much even to the Titans at this point to me, you know, so... 
And it might be a bit tricky because they don't hold the tiebreak against the Titans. But if the Titans lose this week, which the expectation is that they will based on the spread, you know, that's what the spread is, expectation. And the Colts pull out a win here, bro. You know, next thing you know, you're talking about the Colts maybe making a run for this division. Absolutely, man. I wouldn't be surprised with that at all. I've been, we've all been really high on the Colts this year. I think they're fucking one of the top teams in the league, man. Like. Yeah, it's too bad they just they started off a little cold, but uh, you know a lot of reports were saying they you know it took Wentz a little bit of time you know to get into sync with the new system and you know uh, yep. he has a really good relationship with Frank Reich and you could see that everything is really just starting to click and you know what better time of the year than now? I always say, guys, what do I always say on the pod? The minute Thanksgiving comes around, that's when you're going to know about every team's identity and that's when you really got to start betting on teams that are going to yep. get on a roll. We Absolutely. see it year in and year out. Absolutely, that's, I like that. And another streets. thing, like a few bad injuries really knocked Wentz off the radar, but he's not a bad QB. No, he man. really is not a bad QB. He's a, a very decent QB. Mike, I think he got robbed of an MVP the year that Tom big, Brady won in 2017. It's, big it's, time, man. Big I, time. I, he did. He did. Yeah, And I feel like he doesn't get enough recognition for that, uh, you know, Philadelphia Super Bowl run, because if it wasn't for him winning those 11 games or whatever it was, like Nick Foles doesn't get the opportunity to have the best two game stretch I've ever seen out of a quarterback in the playoffs in my lifetime. But he's he's a very, very good quarterback. It's just he, he didn't have the talent or the protection around him in the years after. And like one of the weirdest stories ever to go from Super Bowl champions to the complete laughing stock of that uh, NFC least. But like I, like I said, that's a story for another day. But Carson Wentz is is he's a, he's a, he's a franchise QB, bro. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah no, that's um, I've been very impressed by him this year. Um, and, um, you know, very big. I think this is going to be a. Um, a huge game. I feel like Bucks coming off that win against the Giants isn't that impressive to me, but the Colts beating the Bills is way more impressive. So, yeah, not just they, beating them, handling them, Mulch, handling yeah. them, man. And I like betting against teams that blew out a team, but to be honest, like that blowout for the Colts means a lot more than blowouts against the Giants. So, Colts all day. I think they win this straight up. Um, the last game we'll talk about for 1 p.m. before we move on to the after late afternoon games. Um, and I'll let you start on this to Jack because you like one yeah. of these teams, I believe. Um, yes. it's uh the Bengals minus four and a half against the Steelers. And before the podcast, yeah. you were telling me how you think that the Steelers team is very underrated. I find they are very underrated. They don't get enough respect for the th- like just like look at the look at the when they had they although always hang in there, right? That's just the Steeler way. Like every game I can remember watching the Steelers, it's so rare that you see these this team get blown out. They're always in there, they're always there in the last possession or like. And that's just because of the pedigree they have. They've got great pedigree. As much as I can't stand Mike Tomlin, as much as I can't stand Ben Roethlisberger, they have that that winning factor. Yeah. You know, they might not put up the best numbers, and now it seems like they're starting to click. They're uh, they're right there. They're at the gra- they're at, they're grasping at that last wild card spot. And yeah. I think if they get in there, they'll be a they'll be a handful. Yeah, I think it's a good narrative, too. It's a good narrative. It's probably Ben's last season, right? So, The narrative, yeah, absolutely. It definitely fits. And, you know, he he surprised me. He's really surprised me because the the Steelers were a huge write-off at the beginning of the season just because they're bringing back, you know, old Ben and it's time to move on from Ben. And, like, why didn't they go after Wentz? Why didn't they go after Stafford? You know, like, all these questions. But they have faith. And, like, Ben, if Ben says he's good, Ben says he's good. Exactly. The guys won for you in the past. How do you? How could you just discount that? You know, and like Najee Harris has been absolutely lights out. He's been ridiculous. He's been insane. 
Such like crazy. And now Deontay Johnson's picking it up at the same time. I, I really can see that like if they keep squeaking these wins out and I can see them hang well, they probably won't beat the Bengals at all. The Bengals are one of those schizophrenic teams in in my opinion. Like yeah, you don't know what you don't you really don't know what you're gonna get, right? Yeah, I think they're they're another streaky team, man. Very streaky yeah. team. You really don't know what you're gonna get in like these division games. Man, I could see I can honestly see it going either way. That's why the four and a half, like I would lean more towards the Steelers and the points in this. Yeah. Just because just because I, I really like all the games in that division can go either way. Literally any matchup you put together from that division can go either way. I just think also Steelers uh, got the revenge factor here because the Bengals beat them in the first matchup of the year. So I think there's definitely some edges uh, towards the Steelers. Uh, Tim, what do you think about this game? All right. So I watched the Chargers play the Steelers this week, this past week. And it was the first time I actually watched a full Steelers game. And to be honest, when we got into the fourth quarter, I couldn't believe that the, t- that the game was almost tied. Yeah, it like, was wild, eh? Like they're terrible to Steelers, you know. Yeah, but they look bad. They yeah, like, they look bad, but they're so they, ugly. Yeah, and, but, and I'm not saying that it's perfect. But then they they punt the uh, yeah. Let me just finish. Yeah, they block sorry, a punt. All of a block a punt. They get a, a turnover, and all of a sudden they're uh, they're winning. You know, or uh, you know, uh, I wouldn't bet against them this year. <laughs> like I'm not gonna bet against them. Not not Tim, now. That's the, the Steeler way, man. That's if the they're the favorite, way. maybe I'll go against them. But when they're the dog, I'm not. I'm not betting yeah. against them, That's for sure. Well, well, what have we said for years, uh, guys? The Steelers are in, great dogs, bro. It's ridiculous. Never take them when they're laying points because Never. you're against anybody. I can name you many stories, but when it comes to them being underdogs, it's almost like they build and they feed off that and Tomlin just gets them you know I'm not the biggest Mike Tomlin fan either but what I do think he's good at is motivating his team I think he's a good motivator I don't know if he's necessarily a good coach but man oh man they come up for these games they had no business being in that game on Sunday guys like that defense was awful abysmal like they they couldn't stop a beach ball and next thing you know like you said oh or Tim like they're up 37 34 and you're looking at the clock it's like we're at the two minute warning you know and then yeah I know it was wild man I couldn't believe it it was just like what the fuck is going on here that was the biggest comeback in their in their history. Had they held on, it would have been the biggest comeback. Like they were down seventeen points in the fourth. Nuts. Exactly, bro. It was insane. And Tim, I, I'll say one thing, bro. Um, and to me, man, Ben Roethlisberger and this Pittsburgh Steelers offense is reminding me of the days when we played with Norm as quarterback. We were a bunch of a bunch of rinky dink guys playing flag football, and we made it to the final against a bunch of these like sick players, bro. You know <laughs> what I mean? And we had a fifty-five yeah, year old quarterback, old, old and out of shape, and we're beating the. Concordia receivers and stuff. Yeah. Pretty crazy. We, dink and dunk, bro. It's I, I, I'm really liking what I'm seeing Tomlin doing with this team. And um, I never really liked him either, but I'm kind of starting to like him this year. Always, and as I always say, I really like him on house. So, you know, Omar X. Well, let's see what I'm well, one, one more thing about Tomlin. Like, I, I respect him. I don't like him. Uh, you, you have to respect him. And, like, look at the waves of players this guy's had. It's insane. Right? Like the waves and waves of players this guy's had on both sides of the ball, and like he's he's coached so much talent that's in the NFL. Like, how, like he's he's obviously good at his job and should never ever be like miss like underestimated. You know this this guy's he's dangerous. No doubt. 
Absolutely. Okay. He won a Super Bowl. He made another one where he lost Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you don't do that, to, you know, just to you don't fluke your way to that. Like, he obviously uh, has a, has some talent there. That's for sure. Hasn't he won two Super Bowls? No, he, he lost one. Oh, that was Bill Cower against the Seattle. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Bill Cower, another legend. But, uh, okay, so moving on to, you know, it's really true. Eh? They really stacked the deck with this fucking uh, Thanksgiving slated game. Oh, before you get to that, before you get yeah. to that, I got I gotta step out. Okay. Thank you Gentlemen. so much for coming on the jacket. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, thanks brother. Brother. you guys want me back, just let me know. I'll uh I'll definitely clear my schedule. Absolutely, bro. And best of luck, man. You were you were killing it all year, and uh who knows, man. A couple of wins in the playoffs, and uh man, you never know, yeah. man. You Listen, I'm not holding I'm not holding my breath if I'm yeah. if I'm if I get to the final, I get there. If not, uh, it's, it's been a fun ride being first all season and then losing my my top two picks. If this makes you feel any better, the Jack, I think there's a better chance of you winning the league than there is of me making the playoffs. So, Oh, I'm definitely going to sleep better tonight. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right thanks, guys. Thanks for coming on, bro. Best of luck, bro. Ciao, bro. Ciao. Ciao. Okay, so the next game, boys, uh, a lot of really good uh, games this week, like I was saying. Yeah? Yeah, I also gotta gotta go in a, a few minutes here. Okay, so you wanna okay, so let's just talk about one game and then we'll uh we'll finish it off just with some picks here that we already spoke about. There's only one game I want to talk about, Tim, and it's um remaining. It's really it's the Packers against the Chargers, and then we'll do your lock. You mean the Packers against the Rams? Packers against the Rams. I've mixed my LAs up apparently. Yeah, but yeah, Packers <laughs> against the Rams. Um, unfortunately, though, we don't really know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers right now. Joe, yeah, he's fine. It's uh, it's it's toe again from last week. I read something from Matt Lafleur uh, or whatever. He's all right. Yeah, yeah, just uh, it's maintenance days, right? They're not gonna make him go kill himself on a sore foot, but he should be fine for the game. Tim, did you see him like post a like a picture of him and his toe or some shit like that? Like, what the fuck was he doing, bro? It's like <laughs> he literally bro. whipped out his freaking foot and just like was showing the media. He's going, he's going through going through some things this year, Aaron Rodgers. It's uh, I think he's having his midlife crisis. He's like, I think so too, bro. I said that. Bro. Dazed and confused. Dazed and confused. Yeah. I, I think he's on drugs, guys. Like, I'm not even just saying. Like, I don't know, man. He just like he looks like a freaking. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I, and I, I say this, I, I'm not trying to say this in any other way, but I mean, he, he did say that he, he had like some sort of like holistic medication he was taking for COVID. So who the hell knows what that means? This guy could be on fucking acid. We don't know. Yeah, bro. I don't, but it's, it seems to be translating well on the field too, bro. Because you guys see him put on that clinic against the freaking Vikings this weekend. Bro, he, honestly, he's a legend, bro. He fucking fuck, is he ever a legend, man? But uh, what do you guys think? You know, is, I, is I find a, it yeah, funny, go for the Packers. Whenever Rodgers is having a good game, his defense is absolute shit. They can't oh stop anything. It's... You know, whenever he's having a bad game, his defense plays really good and tries to keep him in it, you know? Yeah. But whenever it's a good game, his defense fucking sucks. So, I don't know. It's Something has to be done there, but... Uh... <laughs> I was so happy when I, I saw... I don't know what defender was that got the interception. I'm like, oh, great. Rodgers, two-minute drill. Ball almost at midfield. They're going to win the game. And then the freaking Bacala, like, I think it hit the, the ground right before he caught it or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was pretty... It was, but, it was uh, pretty close, though. Like, Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was, pretty cool. it was pretty I, close. When I saw the, the footage, I didn't, like right away say yeah it touched for sure because it, it kind of looked like that edelman catch you know where you feel like it should have touched yes but you're not 100 percent sure if it touched do you guys like a side in this game at all because i kind of feel like we got to take the packers here assuming rogers is, is healthy you know 
uh, I'm kind of off the Rams unless until they like win in a, in a, a big game, you know. So and it's a big team. I'm, I'm with you on that, Tim. I, I think Odell. I'm hearing some reports, guys. You know, you're this. It's gonna take. It's gonna be a work in progress to get Odell in. I don't know this guy. I'm just going by what we've been told, what I've seen on the field. Fuck Odell. He's gonna ruin that team. Cancer. I think Packers should be a lock here, and I feel like it's gonna be a pretty even game. Like there's no real edge in terms of like one side being like absolutely bet on, but I feel like Packers is a good bet again. Yeah. If I was management for the Rams, I would literally tell Odell, close your fucking mouth. You're getting paid. Go play football. If you're, if you're not happy, there's the door. There's the door. I'm so there's the door. Right? Right? I don't think he's, enough teams. I don't think enough teams have done that with him to this point. Yeah. He's yeah. a, he's a wide receiver three on this team. He is. And that's if you put him ahead of Higby. Because, you know, if you put Higby ahead of him, he's a wide receiver four. Just shut up and play your... Honestly, your he could be... Van Jefferson's been having a good year. Oh, yeah. Man. He's a number two. And obviously, oh, right. Cuff, Cuff's almost Woods, like a one and a two. Yeah. yeah. Cuff's like a one, Cuff's two, three, four, or five. And he's also an offensive guard. He's a great blocker, too. He is. Fucking legend. But, uh, okay. So, Tim, uh, your lock of the week is in the primetime game. We spoke about Lamar having a good fantasy game. But uh, what's your lock for this week? I think... Well, first of all, the spread is Cleveland plus three and a half at Baltimore. Yes. And I'm on the side of Cleveland. It looks like Cleveland's getting back Kareem Hunt. And we, yep. we saw earlier in the year the Chubb Hunt punch. And that, that was uh, that was scary to see on the field. You know, it's hard to uh, hard to defend that. But also, they're getting uh, an offensive lineman back that they've been missing. So their line should be better. And I just... I don't think if if they get their one-two punch back, I think they're going to be able to score a lot easier than they have been scoring. And I don't think Baltimore will be able to score as easily on Cleveland. Okay. I, I, I honestly agree, bro. I agree, bro. I, uh, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, this one. I like the over in this game, too. I, I think this is going to be one of those games. And I, I think they, they def- you think they're going to win straight up, Tim? The Browns? I think, I think they'll win straight up. Word. I think the, the only way Baltimore covers this is if it actually is an under game. Because I think if Cleveland plays how I'm expecting them to play, they won't be able to keep up with them. No, I like because also Mayfield last week he he played injured, right? And he's been playing injured, but I mean every week you get a little healthier, right? So yeah. I'm assuming he's a little better this week. And Kareem Hunt, you know, uh, as a pass catching back, it brings another dimension to that uh, offense. Yeah, well, I. What do you a think, safe Joe? Outlet, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think you know, I, I don't like all the turmoil that's going on right now in Cleveland. I'll, I'll be candid about that. Like, I, I just think that, but with the product that they put on the football field, and when they do have Kareem Hunt healthy, and when Baker's healthy, like uh, this is a force to be reckoned with. There's a reason why they're one of the favorites to win that division. You know, they showed it last year, and you know they damn near made the AFC Championship game. So. You know, you know, they have talent, you know, that they can put on a show and, you know, they've always given the Ravens fits. I'll give you that. You know, I just think, you know, you know, for my goon of the week with Lamar, I just think uh, this is going to be a bit of a fireworks show, which I'm really, hoping I, I agree, bro. I think it's going to be a huge that. game like that. Sure. But uh, look, they, they got to get more buttoned up the Browns. I think Baker's got to start getting a little bit more mature because, uh, 
uh, you know, I, I often joke about it, but the guy's literally has, he literally has more commercials than play uh, not playoff wins, just, <laughs> like just wins in the NFL, bro. Like he's, he's got to start translating it into winning football. And he threw two awful interceptions last week that, you know, he got a lot of criticism for it, but he wasn't a hundred percent. Right. So let's, let's give him a little bit of slack, but there's a big game, bro. The big game, big game for the franchise leading into the bye. So uh, getting points, I, I definitely think it's not a bad play. It's, it's the, it's probably the right, the right move here. I, I, I think uh, there's a lot of really good dogs this week, and uh, we might be. I don't know what the spreads are next week, but uh, I have a feeling the dogs are going to come barking again, boys. Seems that way with what we got here. So, um, the only favorite we have, I believe, on this parlay is the Giacomo's lock Eagles minus three and a half. The rest are all dogs, and that's why we're the goons, bro. We're the fucking goons, but uh. Honestly, Joe, if it's another, if it's what I think is going to happen, if we think if this happens again this week, I'm going to have to look to see if we're going to have another public week in the next few weeks, man, because it seems like the public's due for another win. It's been a while, bro. They've been getting absolutely annihilated. Maybe before Christmas, they might get a little present. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, the <laughs> the NFL will be a little generous. In the, uh, some, uh, yeah. the holiday season, you know, so who knows? Maybe that's this week. I doubt it, though. Yeah, get in the holidays. Uh, can we, can the we Cowboys are going to win by like 50. <laughs> can, can we, we just quickly talk about how sad Seattle is and like how yeah, sad this they, spread oh, is for the Monday night? Please, yeah, please guys, play Washington. It's really so. You called that, Tim. Go ahead, Joe. I'm just going to say one thing, guys. The, the Seattle Seahawks costed me a lot of money this weekend. And uh, I, bro, like Tim, you saw that ticket we had, right? Like, oh, we, we caught a, a bad line on Seattle. We caught them at plus two and a half. Right. And I would have just needed them to close the ticket, bro. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, they, how- and they almost did at the end. They almost came back. They almost came back and it just, it mind boggles me how a team that, you know, built their strength for so many years on defense was not able to make at least one decent stop on Colt McCoy throughout a whole entirety of a game. You know, they came within, they came within that field goal with literally a whole fourth quarter to play and they just could not make a play. I don't know what's going on on offense with Russell Wilson, bro. Maybe the guy's not a hundred percent. Maybe Pete Carroll is just, you know, becoming senile and outdated. bro. He's senile and you know what it is, Joe, you know what it actually is, bro. It's that fucking Cardinals team. They went to dogs, bro. When they're favorites, it's easy. They're gonna lose the game. But then once they went to fucking dogs, this guy could. These guys could have Ben DiNucci as the quarterback, and they're gonna win the game. It's unbelievable. It's Cardinals been the trend this season, like, bro. It's the Titans and the Cardinals as dogs. It's unbelievable. That's exactly. You know, you, you know what though? I always like Colt McCoy. I thought he was good on Cleveland when they had the terrible teams and he'd win like four games. Yeah. Those are like four fucking hard games to win and he won them, you know? You know what, bro? Yes, I'll I'll give you that. I'll definitely give you that. You know what? He's been around the league for a long time. He's he's a veteran. He's essentially a veteran backup quarterback. So, you know, he's competent enough to go in and win a football game. For me, it's this is more, it's not even so much more about the Cardinals, bro. It's just about the Seahawks. How are you not being more competitive in that football game? You know? And and, and, uh, you know what? I'm probably jinxing this by saying it, but I'm I'm thinking this is our biggest call out of the day. We're calling out the Seahawks. Watch yeah, them bro. come back on Monday night and absolutely fucking annihilate Washington. Who's been pretty hot lately too? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. This uh this could be the week that they they get a win again. What do you think, Tim? <laughs> if you want to hear something funny, because you know my dad's a huge Seattle fan, right? Yes. When uh, they lost. Uh, I think it wasn't last week. It was the week before. He was so mad at how bad they played. They got shut out, no? That, that was the game. They yeah, got two against the Packers. Against the Packers yes. <laughs> he went on, uh, he made like a, uh, he sent a video to his friend in Seattle 
and he literally cut the shirt. He had he was wearing a Seattle jersey and he cut it in half. No, on the video. <laughs> wow. And he sent it to him in a box. <laughs> Monday night, man. Like um, public sitting Washington hard because I oh, mean, yeah. look, we're, bro. Everybody's on the Heineken bandwagon now. I know, bro. And that's uh, you know what, guys? We're gonna call out the Seahawks and uh bet on them on Monday night, right? Let's go. <laughs> I love it. Yes, oh, can always my quarterback in your pool now, eh? Heineke, I'm starting him in one in in a league too this week. Yeah, Crazy. Uh, who knows if Kyler Murray's ever coming back? Fucking Kyler Murray. Like what's going on with that, eh? They signed well, they, they 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 signed uh, TikTok's famous uh, Trace McSorley. Wow. Do so you see him getting... on the TikTok, Oak? No, I did not. I haven't because I'm off TikTok now, boys. We got to get a TikTok for this podcast going eventually. Oh, yeah. yeah, we got no, it. It was like more last year where it's basically everyone was just posting videos like using Trace McSorley on Madden. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think I, uh, yeah, but uh, so are we gonna end our ticket with uh, well, actually, no, I already, I already put in the ticket, boys. My bad, but I can edit no, it. I, I don't want to bet on Seattle this week, yeah, yeah. Let's not <laughs> let's not go into Monday night, but uh, okay, so the ticket, boys, uh, we got the Thursday night game there. I believe we took uh, we took the uh, the Bears in the under. We took the Raiders in the under, and we then we took the uh, Saints in the over. Let's do it, baby. Okay, so Sounds the big good. Ticket, we got the Jacks lock is the only favorite. It's the Eagles minus three and a half. To be honest, that's um, surprise, surprise, but I think the Eagles are, are really hot right now, but we'll see. Um, then we got the, the Colts plus three against the Buccaneers. My lock of the week is the Titans plus seven against the Patriots. Uh, we like the Steelers plus four and a half in a division game against the Bengals. Uh, we like the uh, Packers plus one. Uh, unless if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play, maybe we'll remove it, guys. But no, nah, fuck it. He's going to play. And then uh, Tim's lock of the week is the Browns plus three and a half. Let's fucking go, boys. I like this one, man. Let's fucking go. Watch the, the six instead of seven this week. It might be the magic, uh, the, the thing we need. Because we've gone five and seven, we've gone six and seven, but we still have not yet won the big ticket. And I have a good feeling about this Thanksgiving, boys. I really do. Uh, you know what, you guys? Finishing, you know, five and seven, six and seven, that means that we're hitting a good 70, 80%. You know, like uh, that's some that weeks we are, man. Some weeks we are, man. We had a couple of bad weeks there when the public went on a roll, but that's going to happen as contrarian betters. Correct. Before that, we were on a hell of a roll the first three sure. weeks. We, I think we lost once and I had a push, maybe. Well, and boys, since- look at it. Yeah, I was just gonna say, look at it this way: if we're not parlaying those picks and we're just playing seven singles every week, we're making money, boys. You know, that's, well, that's the way you have that's to look. It, bro. Parlays are fun, but yeah. uh, straight bets are where it's at, guys. Or and the teasers are also a hell of a blast. Sure, I, I, I don't put my money on the line unless it's at least hundred to one. Hundred yeah. to one. That's what's <laughs> up, bro. Tim only goes bigger; he goes fucking home, eh? Oh yeah. Bro, what was that uh, to end the podcast? What was the end? What was that fucking? I know this is soccer, Leicester City or something that uh, they were like the craziest underdogs and they ended up winning it all. Yeah, I think it was a hundred thousand to one or something. How did that even? And I, well, how did that was, even happen? Guys, it was. I think it was like five hundred or five thousand to one. Probably five thousand to one actually. No, I I think it was like five hundred thousand or something to one. Are you someone, serious? Someone bet two bucks and he won like two hundred thousand bucks or something like that. Okay, so they're a hundred thousand to one. They won it was the something ridiculous, shit. though. Yeah, eh? they won the. They were, they were almost getting relegated the year before, and then they won. How did <laughs> they win the premiership? Did they even have any good players? 
I don't even remember, bro, but like, yes, man, oh man, I don't think they really had anybody that was talented. I, I do remember that one of uh, the co- actually, I think the head coach or whatever was the uh, was an Italian, if I'm not mistaken. Claudio there you go. That's there why. Go. That's why, bro. Shut down yeah. defense. That's what he's Italy. Yeah. Yeah. We still living. We're still living high, boys. Uh, until the World Cup, there, right? So, uh, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll see you guys then. But this is a football podcast, so thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Football Goons. Cousin Joe and Big Tim, always a fucking pleasure. I am so pumped right now, boys, for Thanksgiving football. Let's go Raiders tomorrow, right, Joe? <laughs> Let's yeah, fucking brother. go. All right, so thank oh, you uh, for watching. Yeah, go, I'm go, just going to say, say one thing, bro. Honestly, I hope we lead this weekend going into Thanksgiving with a couple of nice dogs, bro. You know how much we love the dogs. We want to see yeah. them more. Honestly, I'm hoping uh, – well, obviously, we're hoping the Bears come out at first. Nice shitty game to start with the Lions. We could say, ah, the fucking Lions are shit on Thanksgiving. And then we eat something. Uh, you know, after that, then uh, the Cowboys, they they don't cover the spread. We're like, ah, they're fucking not that good. But they won in the end. Ah, it sucks. The fucking Cowboys are so lucky. And then <laughs> that's what it's going to be. I'm telling you, we're going to be pissed because they won last minute. But they're not going to cover the spread. And then we're going to go, the fucking Cowboys are so overrated. They're so lucky. You know, that's sure. what I see. And then the Saints are coming in big, boys. We're having, like you said, ruff, 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 the dogs, baby. Fucking sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped up right now, boys. All Let's right. go. Okay, guys. So thank you everyone again for listening to the Fantasy Football Goons. We'll see you next time. And as always, the Fantasy Football Goons. We'll see you next time, boys. Peace. Later. Later. Ciao, guys.